the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. G'day, 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 and welcome to the Maybe Daily for week two. Hey, twice is a coincidence, <laughs> three times is a pattern, so we'll see how we go. We are sponsored, as always, by the good folk at Mint Sports. Ooh. Get on over to mintsports.com.au, one of the great sporting websites in its infancy stages. Get in on the ground floor. We're also sponsored by Shano Polo, the Twin Peaks saga, new to Netflix. So... <laughs> Head on over to Netflix for all your Shano AWOL needs. Do not take acid before watching that. You might not come Shane back. Shane Heal will be unpacked. Let us pray, Maze. Yeah. Let us pray that the Aussie cricket team are stocked to the brim with a modium on their tour to India. Let us pray that no more Aussie boxers are blatantly robbed in front of our eyes. Oh. Let us pray the NRL preseason takes the momentum of recent arrests and runs mm. with it. Mm. And let us pray that I somehow get through this podcast <laughs> with one of the worst hangovers of all time. Couldn't notice. <laughs> ah, not at all. In the name, name of, of Filthy Phil Smythe, Stephanie Talbot. <laughs> we go so slow. <laughs> Andrew Gaze. And, and Mr. Mr. Magic, Magic Steve, Steve Carfino. Carfino The Magic Man Ah-pen uh, uh, We're so slow when we do Oh my god, <laughs> times two guys, listen on times, times two. two Wait, Mr. Magic by the way, Mr. Magic by the way, I got a bit of a story Friend of the pod, Joel Melbourne yeah. Used to live next door to Mr. Did Magic he? in Summer Hill and he used to... He, just he, peering over the fence like Wilson? Peer, yeah, yeah, peering over the fence. Hey, Mr. Magic, Mr. Magic, what's this week's... It now sounds like Dickie Knee. Hey, Mr. Magic, Mr. Magic, what's this week's top ten going to be? Shut up, you little shit. He used to... Because um, it was a two-building apartment, so it was just the two of them. And he used to see all his laundry and he had some old Sydney King shorts... He took no. photos and sent it to me and said... Not creepy. Not creepy at all. Nah, not creepy at all. He'd take like, photos of his washing and like, Mr. Ma- he'd be like, Hey, magic man, it's time to get your laundry <laughs> off the line. And he'd write that to me. Just like going through his rubbish. Went through his rubbish. Come on. I swear come to God. On. And he goes, vegan nah, sausages cool. magic. What are you doing? And sent it to <laughs> me as a photo. <laughs> and he'll be released on good behavior with any luck within the next six to 12 years. Sorry, Mr. Magic. <laughs> wow. So creepy. That is so creepy. That, the right. only thing weirder was filthy Phil Smythe's hairline. Oh, his personality isn't correct for his head. <laughs> Phil Smythe looks like a classic John Stockton Mormon. Yeah, but totally. When he opens his mouth, he's a larrikin at the pub. It's a weird divide in the mind, isn't it? <laughs> You don't expect him to be a jocular, avuncular dude. I hated him. I couldn't stand Did him because he looked like a dork. And yeah, then he, totally. And then heard him on SEN. I'm like, best guy ever. Yeah, fair comb over. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. He started the comb over, I reckon. Filthy. Mm, he started the term wings. You know, they talk about playing basketball on the wings. They're talking about his hair. Both wings <laughs> just joining in the middle. It never did the it never did the the air thing, did it? it never went up in the air. You know why? Because he used to practice his sky hook. <laughs> Over his head. Well, he had brill cream. He had brill cream in the in the elbow bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the elbow, he had brill cream in his elbow, and he would call it the comb over Jabbar. <laughs> the brill cream was brill cream comb over Jabbar. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. All right, Godspeed. Uh. That was the maybe daily. Real cream, Jafar. Oh, far out. All right, mate, we're five minutes in. We're still okay, doing okay. the press. Sorry, sorry. 
Brill Cream gives your hair that look the ladies love. Excitingly green, disturbingly healthy, so masculine. Watch. Brill Cream, a little babble do ya. Brill Cream, you look so never there. Brill Cream, the gals will offer to ya. They'll up to get their fingers in your hair. Use Brill Cream and put life in your hair. A week's a long time in sport, mate. <laughs> oh. How's your week been? Mate, it's been a great week. I've had a really, really good week. I've actually... Um, good. Went through a bit of a 90s music nostalgia this week. A bit of like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and... Yep, yep. You're talking to the right guy. <laughs> Very like all those singers that... That kind of, you know, the real... <laughs> Vows only. Vows only, guys. Where are you from, Seattle? <laughs> so, yeah, I've um, been on a bit of a yeah, 90s, 90s nostalgia run, but I've noticed also there's heaps of 90s bands touring. Mate, they're all coming out they're here. All, Smashing Pumpkins and that, yep. Smashing Pumpkins, Pixies just are out here. Everclear are touring next Chili week. Chili Peppers are here. Chili Peppers are here. In their jocks like still. This. Guys, you're in your <laughs> 60s. <laughs> Like, I love it, but your name's Flea and you're running around in your undies. Like, it's not, it's not a job, is it? It's not cool. It's fucking great. I just felt like all those 90s bands are the, like, the pinnacle of missung lyrics. Oh, Mondegreens. Is that what they're called? Yeah, Mondegreens. Like, um, <laughs> like, excuse me while I kiss this guy instead of kiss oh. the sky and that sort of stuff. Well, that's the Pumpkins one. When I saw they were doing it, it always reminds me when I was younger. Red Hot, old Rose from Doveton. Right, yeah, your mum, Rose from Doveton. Yeah. On the way to school, I was listening to my discman in the car. To um... So sociable, even at an early age. <laughs> How annoying is that? I was in the boot listening to the discman. <laughs> yeah, double bass. Yeah, sick. <laughs> Shut up Where and drive, mum. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, chat to you. Don't ask me anything. So, so rude. Yeah, 100% Put the radio the on, mate No, you don't want to put the radio on That's when her voice pops in Answer Rose from Doveton here I just want to say you're a wanker, Tim <laughs> Well, she, um she, I'll never forget it She was trying to act cool When the parent tries to act cool And she thought, what do you listen to? So, I was like, Siamese Dream or whatever it was She's like, oh, I know the pumpkins I'm like, oh yeah Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And she's like, that song The world is a flat tyre the world is a flat tire. <laughs> I was like, was like, what? RACV here today. Despite all my rage, I'm still broken down in a lane. <laughs> I just remember thinking, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I love the about this? The world is a flat tire, though. <laughs> it really is. Thanks for calling SEM, the home of sport. Currently, we can't get to your call right now, so why don't you leave a message after these cool beats? Hello? Oh, fucking machine. This is Rose from Doveton. I've tried to call over 50 times today, but it seems you forward my number to your voicemail. Well, guess what? That's just perfect. Tell Tim and Gary that not only are they wankers and tossers, but if I hear them talk about their farms at Glen Maggie or wherever the fuck they are, I'm going to spew. Anyway, sincerely yours, Rose from Doveton. P.S. I love Andy Ma. He's excellent. Bye. I just love the, the, the missung lyric, everyone's so confident in the wrong mm. lyric. Like, yeah. Surely she should have just thought that through and said, that can't be right. Yeah, but you know what? Lyrics, 90s band, like, Blood Sugar Sex Magic is a lyric. True. Come on, man. It could be anything. Oh, my mate. Remember I told you my mate, Roadhouse Blues, The Doors? Well, I woke up this morning and I got myself a veal. Like, what rock star? (laughs) (laughs) What rock star? Joe Rogan. (laughs) I woke up this morning with my Invermectin and hunted myself a veal. Just try elk, dude. Just try elk. It's so there's no fat. <laughs> Sorry, I've just got to take some supplements. Fuck <laughs> off. I just thought that one. Like, what rock star would get up and want to cook? Have a, a hankering <laughs> for a veal. Jeez, I'm rough. Are you on the veals last night, mate? You're all weak. Try the veal. Don't. 
Pit breakfast. Pit breakfast. What do you have for dinner? Bowl of porridge. <laughs> what are you having for breakfast? Veal. Not a weirdo. <laughs> Hey, it's weird that you talk about nineties bands. Uh, yeah. Do you want to have a bit of a guess as to why I'm so insanely hungover? Oh, please tell me. Couldn't tell. <laughs> Went down to the coast with good friends of the pod and saw a like a one day music festival thing. Oh my god, this what crowd! Oh, yeah. how about I tell you the bands and you tell me what you think the, the crowd's like? Oh my god! All please. Right, here we go. There was Dallas Crane, <laughs> Baby Animals. <laughs> Noise works, living end, wolf mother, hoodoo gurus. Oh my god! Just how's the crowd? Oh, so much von Dutch hats, so much singlet work, so much, <laughs> so much testosterone in the cl- in the crowd. There was a bloke in front of me. How's this for a combo? He had an Akubra hat. <laughs> he had a Dunlop fleece top. He had Bundy rum shorts. He had St Kilda socks and work boots. <laughs> Here to party. He just works for Lowe's. Just the marketing manager for Lowe's. Mate, it was hands down the whitest crowd I've ever seen. No chuck chip in the cookie. (laughs) I think I was the youngest bloke there. And honestly, I've seen more diversity at a clan rally. It was white as. (laughs) South African rugby tours in the 70s had more diversity. It was like spot the person who's not Caucasian and over 50 and male. Oh, there's one. Oh, yeah, they're paid to be here. They're security. Like, it was bad. And the bloke hosting it, Huggo or Huggy or whatever his fucking name was, was from Gold 104, and he would fill for half an hour in between sets with one bit of shtick, and it was selling merch. Okay, guys, uh, merch tents up the back. And then we'd start giving out merch to anyone who had merch. Okay, guys, just a reminder, if you're wearing your uh, Down by the Sea hoodie, I'm going to give you a Down by the Sea hat. So uh, just hang tight. If you're wearing a hat, I might even give you a hoodie. All right, guys, we've got so much merch, it's not even funny. This this next band really burst onto the scene. Burst onto the scene? It's the baby animals, dude. Burst onto the scene 40 years ago. Yeah, these these young up and comers are from Liverpool. I love that you're. I love yeah, that you're paying out of it. You're there though. You're. I pay good money. Plus eleven it's bucks a traffic. can. It's the traffic all over again. The it's traffic. the traffic. I couldn't believe how white the crowd was. Oh yeah, working on your tan, are you, man? Totally part of the problem. But the worst thing is, I had to come back. Mm today to play cricket mm. and I was I just haven't had a hangover like this in, in very Poor very long famer. time I don't know what happened it yeah. just took me it really did yeah. right and I'm, I'm like praying for rain yeah. 0% <laughs> chance on the bomb awesome rock up late to cricket and they all look at me and go Jesus you're not in good nick and I felt a bit bad because I was late and it's like you know we got to go out and bat but you never look in good nick so for them to say that is oh, wild for them to say it so I, I ran with and I have been a little bit crook so I yeah, ran okay. with the illness I was like oh you know what I'm just crook I'm just really ill guys oh I ate some baby animal I just <laughs> I just yeah I really burst onto the scene Anyway, I say how crook I am, and this bloke doesn't miss a beat. One of my teammates, Andy Olsen, good friend of the pod, just looks at me and goes, oh, yeah, those wristbands look pretty hospital grade. <laughs> and I've got about four different wristbands from, like, the after party, a nightclub, the actual fucking festival. And I was like, nah, nah, that's from Maz, my daughter's swimming lesson, and that's from the orphanage I was building down the road. <laughs> Heinous, heinous. Really? Anyway, so we we wrapped up cricket. We got pumped, and we're here to Happy go. Happy so days! I love it's it. It's been a good week. <laughs> God damn it! Hey, I was about to say we should hurry up and get into some sport, oh, but you know what time that. it is, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You what know what time it is? Yeah, tell me. Whoa, well, well, well. You guessed it. It's Billy's diary. My favorite part of the week. I spoke to my brother, Billy, about Billy's diary. 
He's had some feedback from people wondering if it's real, and I am here to tell you, <laughs> it's definitely real. We might have to put some photos I'll of it up on I'll put some stuff up on Twitter. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I think maybe so. Maybe underscore, underscore daily. That's it. Maybe underscore, at, underscore. <laughs> at maybe underscore, underscore daily, guys. Okay, I'm going to give you a, a series of little entries here. Hit me. Because they're all quite short. Please. It starts, he's clearly, he was a we're big Dean Jones fans <laughs> as a kid. Right? Both of us. Big Dino freaks. Here we go. 21st of the 1st, 1987. Yep. In one year, Boone made 400s. Boone? Yeah, just Boone. <laughs> Jones made 400s in less than a month. <laughs> I guess who right. Philly loves. Okay, gunning for selection, <laughs> are we? Interesting. All right, here we go. New Year's Day, 1987. 1st oh. of the 1st, 87. He's not busy, is he? Not New Year's Day. Nah. <laughs> It's fucking weird, though, because it goes first to the first, and the next entry is 11th to the 10th, 86. He's gotten the flux capacitor and gone back in time. <laughs> I wonder if they correlate. It's like, in two months' time, I will write a boring diary entry. Wow! That's incredible. First of the first, mm. 87. Mm. Today, Sonny undressed himself for the first time. <laughs> Now, One of the great milestones, the old first undressing. First of the first 87, <laughs> I would have been four. That's a bit harsh. Surely I've ripped the dax off before then. Four? <laughs> Not much happening in that house. <laughs> Since when is that a milestone? It's like, oh, do you remember your first war- word or like the first time you took a step? I remember undressing myself. I was about four <laughs> and three months. How was your day, hun? Yeah, pretty good. How was the boys? Oh, Sonny undressed himself. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was impressive, though, because I was wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> True. I was a suave kid. You're in one of those Mel Gibson, Louis in the straight jacket. <laughs> We're not bringing Mel back in this <laughs> oh, week. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I had too much feedback from my Jewish friends. OV. Next diary entry. That was it. Uh, we're going back in time. 11th of the 10th, 86. Today, I won a medal for the school in soccer. That's it. Yeah. Just wow. a brag. <laughs> it's so egotistical at the age of seven. It's, umble- it's all about him <laughs> and me undressing myself, I guess. First of the 5th, 86. Today, we got a video. That's it. So... <laughs> That was a momentous occasion. We got a VCR player. <laughs> How's his like one sentence entry starting with today? He sounds like the infant. He sounds like Infantino. <laughs> today I feel disabled. Today I feel uh, a migrant worker. Today I feel uh, gay. Today I got the video. <laughs> today I won the medal. Today, today I feel egotistical. Oh, I'll give you a couple <laughs> more of these. Fucking brilliant. Oh, what video? I'm so intrigued by the video. No, I think it was a VCR. Like, we got the player. So EXO. So EXO VCR. <laughs> it was so EXO. Couple more quick ones. Yeah. First of the first, 87. In cricket, Australia lost versus England. That's it. <laughs> Give me some info. I would love a news reporter to be like, this would be the news. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that it? Breaking news. England beat Australia. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. Man dies. Something momentous occurs that will impact your life directly. Where's the info? Where's the info? Earthquake. What a great show. It's Shinfo News. Welcome back to Shinfo News. Something dire will happen soon. Fucking right. I smell a new segment. It reeks. So two days later, after the England game, third of the first, in cricket yesterday... Australia lost again to Pakistan. <laughs> Third of the first 87. Yesterday, Sonny learnt how to draw. Big days for me. This is huge days for you. I'm just walking around, shedding clothing, getting the bloody Posca pen out. How does he know that you learnt to draw? Like, how does he know the level of drawing? I get, what if you come I, back with the Monet or something? Absolute Picasso up my sleeve. A Sunet. <laughs> a Monet. 
It was right, <laughs> it was right there. there for you, it mate. It was right Come there. On. And then finally, third of the first 87. Today, I have to sell my eggs. <laughs> it's a madman. It's a complete madman. Is it written in feces? Yes. Yeah, it's under a black light. I don't know what it is. But... We had chickens in Adelaide, and um, that, that was his first job, was selling the eggs up and down the street. We'd have to sell the eggs for 50 cents a pop. Are you from the f- 1500s? What do you mean? Selling, selling eggs, <laughs> mate. Just door-to-door egg sales. Horse and cart. You put the milk at the front step and everything? Jesus. Well, you know what? It reminds me now, actually, yeah. of my mum was a hairdresser. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Glenda. She gave yep. one of the local kids a haircut for her, like, dead ball, her prom. And she spent like two and a half hours oh. doing it in the backyard. And then Derek, yeah. the red-headed neighbour. Don't like Derek. But he was a real turd. He, unbeknownst to us, he'd stockpiled a handful of eggs. And right at the completion of the hairdo, he piffed them at her head over the fence. <laughs> and bang, shell-shocked. Yoke's on you. You what about that? Excellent. I think not. Coupons here. She, her hair got completely <laughs> yoked and distraught and ruined. Not cool. <laughs> That was Billy's Diary. Fantastic, Billy. Brilliant, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Well, 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 you guessed it. It's Billy's Diary. Should we get into some sport? I thought you shushed me. Did I shush? No, I, I thought you shushed, shushed me. No, you said should. shush. You said should. Shh. Mason, shush. <laughs> what happened with you guys on the Maybe Daily? Oh, creative differences. He wouldn't shush. <laughs> he wouldn't shush. The up. guy wouldn't shush. Mate, we are 20 odd minutes in. Should we talk some sport? God, yes. All right. Please. <laughs> I'm forgetting what we're doing here sometimes, or we just get caught up in... In bullshit. Headlines in football. Graham Arnold, our Arnie, resigns oh. as Socceroos manager with a few extra zeros on the paycheck. You beauty. Other Aussie manager watch and Ange clocks his 50th league win as Celtic manager, bringing up the milestone in just 61 games with the help of Socceroo midfield architect mm. Aaron Moy, who scored his fifth goal since the World Cup. EPL transfers and our man, oh. Harry Susuta. He has moved to Leicester, and good news, he's already got himself on the score sheet, <laughs> albeit in the wrong goal. Yeah. He scored an own goal on his debut. Inauspicious beginnings for the best blocker in the game. They won 4-2. They got the win. They got they the got win. The I win. think it was against Villa. Hey, did you see Chelsea spent mm. $288 million in the transfer window, which is more than the other four major European leagues combined? It is just so bonkers. Bundesliga, League uh, Serie A and La Liga. I thought the Russian left. I thought he yeah. left Abramovich. Oh, it's like, oh, they're, they're in trouble, aren't they? He's throwing cash around like nobody's business, like James Harden at the strippers. They are so reactive. Yeah. yeah. I can't stand them. I don't mind their women's team, though, with Sam Kerr. Speaking oh, of which, yeah. Football Australia and Football New Zealand have been blindsided by FIFA, who have decided to uh, let the Women's World Cup be sponsored by Saudi Arabia in yet more blatant sports washing from the infant, Infantino. Oh. Fairly ironic that the Women's World Cup is sponsored by a country <laughs> where women have no rights. Well done, FIFA. Finger on the pulse. What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> what a freak. To NFL now, and the Super Bowl has been decided. And there's an Aussie in the mix. Jordan oh, yeah. Mailata. His Philadelphia Eagles are set to take on Pat Mahomes' Kansas City Chiefs. He's a bit of a closet singer. Have you heard him sing? Oh, really? Mm. Interesting. Might have to that clip out as well. Ooh, yeah. not good. <laughs> and Tom Brady retires oh. again. <laughs> Look forward to the next one as well, Braids. Farnham-like. Yeah. Farewell tour. <laughs> See you later, pal. The road to the Super Bowl is...
is long and pointless. I mean, when you think about it. <laughs> Football's so great. But now, the two conference champs must survive a harrowing bye week that no one enjoys. To cricket now, Steve Smith and Beth Mooney claim the AB and Belinda Clark medals respectively. The Perth Scorchers are officially a dynasty. Put it down. They've secured back-to-back BBL titles in front of 54,000 rabid locals at Optus Stadium. They've now made eight of the last 12 grand finals. Incredible. Which is the entire competition's existence, and they've won five of those. So Mm, we might have to start thinking about where they sit in terms of most successful Aussie sporting teams. Yeah, absolutely. If in doubt, just back Perth teams to succeed. Oh, my God. They're so parochial. Their home crowd, you've got to fly four hours. What is the deal up there? They've got nothing else to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a long trip there, yeah. Still with cricket, South African star Dana Van Niekerk will not play in her home World Cup after Mm. she failed to complete a 2K time trial in the requisite time. This is an absolute superstar of the sport. She's the only South African women's cricketer to take more than 50 wickets and 1,500 runs in T20s. She was a captain. She has 194 caps for her country across all forms, but she was 18 seconds outside the time trial, so... You're kidding. She's been given the ass. It's unbelievable. She takes wickets and hits sixes. She doesn't need to run two clicks at a clip. Let her play. Doing. Maybe the blokes team could take on similar fitness tests because I don't know if you saw them out here recently, but Temba Bavuma, a.k.a. the baby rhino, oh. has some serious junk in the trunk. Big bit of kit back there, doesn't he? Big bit yeah. of kit in that booty. Real caboose. And the Australia-India Test Series begins this Thursday. Yes, this Thursday, where ScoMo will no doubt be texting the Legends WhatsApp group ad nauseum <laughs> to NRL now where pre-season proper finally kicked into gear with the first arrest of the year. And it's about bloody time. It's February, guys. Hurry up. Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell were locked up after wrestling in the streets of Canberra in the wee bitty hours of Sunday morning as the pair wrapped up Jack's 30th birthday celebrations. You know the old saying, Mace, boys will be boys. And rugby league players will be complete and utter dickheads. They were due, weren't they? Jeez. Oh, yeah. It's been a couple of months since they yeah, got arrested. Yeah, it's been a long time. Good on them. Good on them, boy. Good on the boys. Well done. To boxing now, where Aussie Liam Wilson oh. was, wait for it, robbed. We was robbed! Failing in his bid for the championship belt this Saturday. Controversy plagued the build-up where at the weigh-in, Wilson claimed the scales were tampered with. Bit of uh, dodgy butcher's thumb oh. on the scale style. Oh, <laughs> There's no way that ham costs that much. <laughs> Further ventilation hoopla occurred in the squared circle on fight night as the Mexican rival, Emmanuel Navarrete, was given 27 seconds to regain his composure oh. after being knocked down in round four. Wilson is officially claiming a no contest in the hopes of a rematch on Aussie soil. They're oh. always robbed, aren't they, boxers? Oh, aren't they? Tennis always. players are always bundled, bundled out in. and boxers <laughs> robbed. <laughs> The only boxer who was legitimately robbed was Aussie Joe Bugner. Did you know this story? No. Years ago, he had a comeback. He lived on the Gold Coast, and all he did was spruik for months. Fight night. I'm going to win it. You got to go. You got to go. I need a big crowd. I need you on my side. You know where I'm going to be. Yeah, everyone knew where you are going to be. And multiple burglars broke into his house, knowing full well he wouldn't be home. There's this is a legitimate story where like burglars went in and someone else was there and they're like, oh shit. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. We're here too, just to steal shit. All right, you, you take the grand piano. I'll take the sheepskin rug. Fair burglars. <laughs> you don't want the cash and the jewels? No, no, no. I want the piano. <laughs> the piano took three hours to get it out. They're watching the fight on his TV. Fuck, he's knocked out. We better hurry up. He's either Australia's bravest or dumbest criminal, certainly he's the luckiest, successfully looting the home of a man who knows a thing or two about doling out punishment. To Rugby Union, where 103 Test veteran Matt Gitto retires from the Wallabies, where former all-black Campbell Johnson comes out as gay in the hopes of paving the way for others to feel more comfortable within that Mm. space. Good on him. Let's just hope Manly and the Cairns Taipans don't get wind of it. (laughs) And Welsh Rugby... I know you're a big Welsh rugby oh, fan, huge mate. huge fan. Huge fan. Welsh rugby is in turmoil after mm. being rocked by claims of misogyny and sexism in a recent BBC doco. As a result, <laughs> there have been high-level resignations and internal investigation, and perhaps most tellingly, they have banned the singing of Tom Jones's Delilah at games. Wow. It's not mm. unusual to want to fuck <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Not unusual, I don't have sex with everyone. Oh, my God. 
Tom Jones, what a seedy looking pube head he was. <laughs> it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. So the lyrics in question in the song are <laughs> I crossed the street to her house and she opened the door. She stood there laughing. I felt the knife in my hand and she laughed no more. Yeah, okay. Whoa! <laughs> Everybody with me. Sing it with me. <laughs> Got to work on my Tom Jones. No, that was good. You know what? In a country where two women a week are killed by partners or ex-partners, I completely see the validity. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just thought it was a really weird choice to replace it with the prodigies smack my bitch up. <laughs> that was odd. Whoa, whoa. Hey, keep it down, mate. This girl's present. Oh, boys. Oh, boys. She stood there laughing. I felt the knife in my hand and she laughed no more. My, my, my Delilah. To golf now, where Rory McIlroy dramatically sinks a 15-foot putt oh. to beat Patrick Reed in the most pathetic who gives a shit. Nah, 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 no you are, but what am I feud going around? Oh, yeah, I'm rubbering your glue. You got him, Rory! <laughs> Phil Mickelson, a.k.a. Fickelson, oh. bizarrely claps back at a bald dude on Twitter with just 44 followers. Did you see this at all? Oh, it's amazing. So good. So basically... He came out and someone said, you know, the live players should take on the PGA guys. And he came out and went, nah, we'd just smash them. Mm. And some dude with 44 followers, which I believe is about 44 more than we have, <laughs> just a random dude came back at him. And Mickelson, Fickelson's got hundreds of thousands of followers. He comes in and goes, he's a ball guy. And he goes, ah, oh, clearly your sense of humor lived in your hair. <laughs> Fickelson, hit the green, mate. Get off your phone, Phil. <laughs> hit the ranges. What are you doing, Fickleson? So opinionated, mate. Drip. Oh. I have to have the ability to, to hit bombs. We talk about it. you got to hit it long out here. Hit bombs. Todd, when I stop hitting bombs, I'll play the Champions Tour, but I'm hitting some crazy bombs right now. Still with golf, and after his footballing retirement, Gareth Bale makes his golfing debut in the Pebble Beach wow. Pro-Am. How do you reckon he'll go? Top not Bale. you reckon he'll go all right? Yeah, he's kind of one of those prodigy athletes. It's where I think he'll... He'd be the Jordan style. Big gum. He'll be swishing it, you know. Yeah, okay. Chip and swish. Classic chip and swish. Yeah. <laughs> Into the oh, chip and swish. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to go down on the green and claim a penalty. Oh, for sure. He might bicycle kick it in. <laughs> From the bunker. From the bunker. <laughs> you want a sandwich? Give me that bicycle. <laughs> to motorsport now where Valentino Rossi swaps two wheels for four, making his debut at Bathurst. Another prodigy. Are you a motorsport man at all? Are you a motorsport nah, man? Nah, I find it. Incredibly, incredibly uninteresting. These fucking cars have just been going round and round and round. It's been so fucking boring. Yes, Barry, I couldn't agree with you more. It really is fucked. Oh, Winterbottom. Oh, yeah, he's won a frost. He's won it again. I did talk to a mate who was into the F1, and he said to me, he really summed it up. He goes, oh... The pre-race stuff's amazing. You got to watch the pre-race stuff. I'm like, yeah. What yeah, about the yeah. so the pre-race is better than the race? He's like, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> pre-race and post-race. Actually, anything outside of the event is awesome. <laughs> the sport's a piece of shit. The cricket before the F1 is the best. Like you watch the yeah, cricket and then the race isn't that great. But <laughs> mate, I stubbed my toe before watching the F1 on the on the weekend. It was unreal. Okay, not really selling me on the racing. Something I do know you like now, we're over to wrestling, where WWE yeah. legend Kurt Angle claims that Hulk Hogan can no longer feel his legs. Hmm. Was it one too many knee drops for Hollywood, or has the heaviness of his intense racism finally weighed a smidge too heavily on his pegs? I was going to say, his racism's led down to his legs. Who knows? I think I saw him last night at the Hoodoo Gurus gig. <laughs> By the way, he goes, he can't feel his legs anymore. It's so sad. I saw him uh, walking around on a cane. Sorry, what? He can't feel his legs and you saw him walking around. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fair illusionist. David Blaine's impressed. Hey, oh, mate, I can't even feel him. I saw him tap dancing and he said he couldn't feel his legs. Oh, yeah, good on you, Kurt. <laughs> Listen to me, brother. I can still walk around. But I can't feel my legs, brother. You know what I'm saying? These pythons. The way I read it, though, maybe Kurt Angle claims Hulk Hogan can no longer feel his legs. <laughs> 
Let me feel your legs, brother. I got roid brain, brother. I don't understand anything anymore. What would be your wrestling music? Your intro song? Run in the Jungle by Credence. Better run through the Better run down the, the jungle. Coming out to that, or it'd be um, Back in the Saddle by Aerosmith. And my gimmick would be a male stripper. <laughs> I'd be a male you stripper. Would, yeah, I'd wear a saddle, arseless chaps, and be like a, a male Chippendale. A male a, Chippendale. A, a male Chippendale. <laughs> Would you do a tag team and have someone actually on your back on the saddle? Yeah, yeah, that could, that work. could work. I'd be like a manager. I've always wanted to be a manager of like a really good wrestler. Yeah, yeah like okay. Cowboy Jones or something like that. And I just, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a sheriff of a an old country town that isn't happy with anyone in the dub. Yeah, yeah. I've got plenty of time I put into the old wrestling gimmick. A lot of time. Should put more time into my relationship, but that's for another pod. No, no. Think about <laughs> fantasies in wrestling instead. Let's keep moving on in the big world of sport, and we go over now to sheep shearing. That's right. Where Aussie Aiden Cop reclaimed his world record for the most crossbred lambs sheared in a day. Hmm. Crossbred. Interesting. I'm pretty sure they were bred with other lambs from the footage I saw. So how many do you reckon he sheared in eight hours? Ooh, eight hours? In eight oh. hours. I'm going to go ridiculous. No, I'm going to go... <laughs> Not like you. <laughs> Eight hours. Eight hours of shearing. So he had a masseuse. Jesus. He had a massage table. I was gonna say, did he have a break? They had a couple. He had a couple of breaks where they would give him massages, and he had a, someone was counting down the time for him, chucking him a few snakes, counting sheep, counting sheep. He kept nodding off. <laughs> they said, "Stop counting them." <laughs> One. You gotta shear him. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, ninety in eight hours. Aiden Cop sheared 605 sheep, lamb oh, rather, my 605 God. lamb. That's one every 48 seconds. Holy shit. I know. I'm impressed. Is it weird that right now all I want to do is eat a lamb roast and maybe <laughs> give the music of Ed Sheeran a go? I don't know. I'm just, I'm already, my mind is drifting off. And finally, by Monday night indoor football team, the FC Digabat sadly went down 3-1 against bitter rivals. Approach with caution. For those keen listeners, that is twice in two weeks we played them. Way to go, Futsal Oz. And Mesa's inner city Barata begin their premiership defence with a resounding victory. Yeah. Who'd you play? Uh, we played Newtown Hollywood. <laughs> oh, those pretenders. Newtown Hollywood went oh, down. Yeah. How'd you play, mate? Four points. That's about it. And then uh, this the cardio, Sonny. I've got to get the cardio right. I last about six minutes and I'm just doing the, a sub, a sub, and yeah. so are these, come on. And have you found that the, the days that you're not playing when you sit on your ass and watch YouTube is really helping you cardio? <laughs> You've done all you can, clearly. <laughs> the fact that you sit down to piss means you're probably not putting the effort in. <laughs> just quietly. I know it's comfortable, mate, but get moving, get circulating. Do you do that? I do that at late. I do that. The late night piss is the sit down piss. Well, I do that as well, occasionally. Mm. I reckon I'm almost 50-50 at home these days. But <laughs> the issue at my house is that my toilet's downstairs and I, my bedroom's oh. upstairs. So if I were to take a sit down, I'd have to do it in the bloody upstairs bath or the oh. sink. So it's a nightmare at two in the morning when you're like, oh, God, I've really got to go. <laughs> I would rate going into the bathroom and seeing you sitting in the sink. Just perched like a gargoyle. <laughs> Nothing to see here. I could tap's getting in the way. Hey, that, that sounds pretty nasty. How about a courtesy flush over there? So those are the highlights for the week, mate. Those are the highlights. But wow. we start unpacking the suitcase of sporting stories this week. Mm. And it's been a bloody big week in b -b 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 basketball. <laughs> it really has. Where do we begin? Yeah, got any sports headlines? A couple of little brief things. The NBA All-Stars yeah, were announced. Yeah. No big surprises. Conspiracy theorist and candidate for most selfish butt nugget in sport, Kyrie Irving mm. demands a trade, likely from the East Coast to the West, or as Flat Earther Kyrie calls it, from the right edge <laughs> to the left edge, just before it drops off. 
Get a map, dude. Josh Giddy continues to rack up the stats. Ben Simmons refuses to shoot. And Jock Landale still has the best name in the business. Easily. Bit of Boomer's watch there. Bit of road bit to of Paris watch. work. Bit of road yeah. to Paris, yeah. He sounds like a Star Wars character, Jock Landale. Jock Landale. Or a Texas A&M quarterback or something. Yeah. Jock yeah. Landale. Replacing Chet Wilson <laughs> is Jock Landale. <laughs> oh, yeah. 6'2", chiseled jaw, Corco. He can play. Yeah, big style. He's, yeah, he's what a do you, very what do you, good player. Just quickly, before we get into the big basketball stories, what's your Kyrie hmm. thoughts? Anything? You love him? Boy, oh boy. Uh, uh, he's he's an anxiety ridden little thing. It just he creates anxiety for me. Right. He's just so bizarre. It's so he's so selfish. Yeah. It's all about Kyrie. It's all about Kyrie. The team's playing well. That's what I, I know. I know out. they're making a tilt. I, it's bizarre. I actually think he's um that he's played well the last mm-hmm. two months to sell Looking himself for a contract. Of course, of course he has. He's just a real plop nugget of a human. I'd love to be sitting him at, sitting with him at home this week with that Chinese spy balloon above America and what his thoughts would be on that. <laughs> Jesus. Just a whole bunch of truth and conspiracy. I was just like, man, what's going on within our world? Because someone was saying to me yesterday that the ozone layer has like, been fixed. Remember, that? it's got a big hole in it. What are you talking about? Listen, this... this Someone was saying to me yesterday, have you been talking to tramps on the train again? Ozone layer? Nah, nah, it's fixed, mate. Well, they just shot some glad wrap up there. Uh, The balloon's stuck in it now. Yeah, that's right. They shot it in there. Mate, I reckon you're right, because all the climate talk I've heard recently has been pretty tickety-boo. Everything's fixed. Mate, everyone listening, Google it. Google ozone layer fixed. You wouldn't believe it. I'm starting to sound like Kyrie at the moment. Gee whiz. Fixed. What a weird way to put it. Ah, uh, it's fixed. Uh, I was just a loose nut. You just need to tighten it here. Oh, they are using glad wrap. That's good. <laughs> Apparently, it's really easy because you just tuck it in the edges of the earth, according to Cairo. Far out. I'm still questioning the moon. We've got a. Are you a scientist? Degree. Yes. I have a four year degree in flat earth education. From where? From myself. Oh, you gave it to yourself? Look up every day in the sky. There's certain days where the sun and the moon will be very close together. Just don't look at the sun because that will hurt your eyes. We'll look at the moon. Well, that's another thing they tell us it's crap. We photosynthesise through our eyes. Nothing wrong with looking at the sun. But we move on to the biggest boring story of the week, mate. Yeah. Now, do you want me to try and describe what's happened here? Yeah. To fill people in? Because this story has not had any publicity. It's just weird. It is so weird. Okay, so this revolves around Shane Hammerheel, oh. the former boomer and now coach of the Sydney Flames, or is he, and his <laughs> daughter Shyla Hill, a key player for said Flames, or is she? <laughs> About three weeks ago, yep. two hours before the Sydney game, mm. Sydney Flames put out a tweet saying, Shane Hill will not be coaching tonight. Yep. About an hour later, his daughter and key point guard, Shyla, will also not be playing for personal reasons. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Yeah. Something in the family, whatever. Mm. Next week, nothing said. Two hours before the game, same tweets. <laughs> hey, Shano, not keen. Not, not happening. Uh, his daughter, not happening. Okay? <laughs> Odd. <laughs> Shyla then puts in official leave. She wants out. Something's gone down. So the Flames say, all right, bugger it. See you later. Mutual agreement. Now, in order to qualify for finals, you have to play a third of the season. Mm. It's a 21-game season, and there's precisely seven games left. So Shyla signs with rival Townsville Fire, gets on a plane, flies to Perth because she has to play that game the next day. She arrives before the paperwork does. She's only the second person who's ever had a mid-season transfer, and the only reason it was possible is because she didn't have a contract technically. So she gets back, plays, and she's now going to qualify for finals with Townsville, and it's bizarre because she's reunited with an old coach and all she keeps talking about is like how good it is to be with her old coach. But anyway. Wow. Shano Hammerheel <laughs> has not been seen or heard from until this week. <laughs> Hasn't been rocking up to the stadium. So Shelley Gorman, the ex-Opal, has taken the reins. Hammerheel has his own podcast, which is, you know, I'm sure a thrill a minute. Oh. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about the time I uh, trash-talked Barkley? <laughs> Yes, Shane. (laughs) Unbelievable. Shano goes on his podcast and they go, look, we've got to address it. 
and he instantly gets defensive. It's hilarious. He's like, address it. Gee, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit much. It's, like, well, it's just a word for saying we need to talk about it, you dickhead. We're, gonna, we're on a talking show. And he just goes like, oh, my hands are tired. I can't say anything. And she's like, oh, shit, are you okay? Like, it's all right. I'm fine, thanks. Thanks for asking. What's he like, so weird. What's he hiding? What's he hiding? We do have to address a couple of things because a lot happens. Address? In two Dress weeks. sounds a bit serious, doesn't it? You know I can't say anything, Joe. I'm getting messages from journos all over the place. I can't say anything. I'm just, okay? my hands are tired. I'm, are you okay? I'm doing very well, thank okay. you. Okay, and thank Shai's, you for and Shai's okay. Shai's doing well. Okay. And uh, hopefully you'll see her soon too. Now there's an investigation. They've officially said there's an investigation ongoing, but they haven't said what it's about, and the WNBL haven't come out and said, hey, guys, he won't be playing as an investigator. It is the murkiest shit ever. What is he? What do you reckon's going on? Like, this is pure, pure speculation. Obviously. Yeah. But we're forced to speculate because no one's got any information. <laughs> what the hell is... What, what's going on with Hammer? <laughs> no information. <laughs> Hammer won't be coaching. <laughs> no news, no information. It's the worst news program ever. What's he hiding? It's got to be a money thing. It's got to be. You start to follow the money and you don't know where the fuck it's going to take you. It seems to me whatever has happened, let's just say something's happened and the Sydney Flames have gone, uh, Hammer, we don't think this is right. Mm. You can't coach. Mm. He's gone home around the kitchen dinner and had some veal for breakfast and gone, you wouldn't believe these pricks. <laughs> they're, they're not letting me coach. It's wrong. And his daughter's gone, you're right. Out of solidarity, I'm not playing either. And I'm going to tell him I'm not playing the rest of the season. Yeah, that sounds way more realistic. Then she gets a, a contract ended and she gets out of there. Yeah. But it's what he's done. Is he punting on games? Is he is he giving people wet willies? What's he doing? He's too comfortable as well, which makes me think he's panicking behind it all. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Oh, you think it's a facade? Yeah, 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 yeah. No poker yeah. face. See, I think the opposite. I think he's got a great poker face. He hasn't rocked up. How do you play poker against someone who's not there? No, nah, I reckon he's in a room like with no no aircon. He's sweating and he's got cocaine all over the table and he's just <laughs> full boogie night style. Screaming into a pillow. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Everything's fine. Yep. Yeah, real boogie night 70s vibe. Yeah. Well, I do. I do hope he's all right. Obviously, like we don't want anything nefarious or bad to happen to him. But he did say he was all right, so we can talk about. Can it. I tell you? Uh, he used to play. He plays down where this will be good. Well, he used to. Now, no one knows where he is. But he used to play down in Alexandria, <laughs> where I play at the moment with Inner City Barada Barada uh, Premiers last season. Uh, FYI, but he used to go under the name Indiana Faithful. That was his name on the on the. <laughs> Talking about. I, I checked online one time. I'm like, wonder how much he's... isn't that the name of your wrestling <laughs> moniker? It's Indiana Faithful. <laughs> Shane, what do you want your name to be? Oh, Indiana Faithful. Sorry, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? He goes under that because he doesn't want people to know he's Shane Hill. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. right now, that's what we need to do. So, uh, tonight, the <laughs> Sydney Flames will be coached by Indiana Faithful. <laughs> Pretty sure that's Shane Hill, announcer. No. Uh, it's Hammer. He's wearing an old heel boomer's top. No, nah, he's just a fan. This is Indiana Faithful. Maybe it's like his um first street name, first street name, porn name. Oh, porn name. Yeah. Indiana or Faith. Which one's porn? Faithful, probably. Or I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> yeah, that porn star Faithful. Yeah, not much happens. <laughs> just her going, uh-uh. <laughs> Or him. <laughs> Indiana Faithful. He scored 71 one night. He hit about 14 threes. Oh, so he did bullies. He dead set bullies. Oh, he doesn't. Indiana Faithful does. Hulk Hogan's not a racist. The character of Hulk Hogan's a racist. Right. Terry, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry's fine. Hulk, he's a bad man. How did he get away with that? Indiana Faithful. Indiana Faithful. We need Kyrie on this. This is conspiracies yeah. abound. <laughs> Who is Indiana Faithful? <laughs> Where on earth is Indiana Faithful? It's that old Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> San Diego, Indiana. It's all making sense, man. Porn? Whoa. <laughs> it's a conspiracy, man. Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it. San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina.
I don't know where Indiana Faithful is. I don't know where Shane Hill is. But there's <laughs> got to be more to this. I would not be surprised if this becomes a big story. But at the moment, it just seems... Well, it'd have to come out soon, won't it? You should think it would come out of this course, week. it's got to. His, his whole look... Hammer. His whole look is... Oh, it's so grating <laughs> with that hair. It's like, he, it's like Warney fucked a cockatoo or something. And this is what... And this is what was born. I've heard on a few big nights, Warnie didn't mind a cockatoo. <laughs> Just a word going around the water cooler on a Monday. It's weird how that happens, though, because, like, say he had Phil Smythe's hair. I would love him. Yeah, that's a good point. There is a weird visual thing. What's with the hair? Like, but it's like, yeah, like, if you're six foot two with a deep voice, people will vote for you for president, if, even if you're a moron. Yeah. Like, there's something, I, I see the, the blonde shock of Flock of Seagulls, and I'm like, oh, this guy, pretty good terms <laughs> with himself. This fucking guy. I just remember years ago, on probably Steve Carfino watching a segment on Shane Hammerheel and he was talking about his proudest moments. It was like, you know, as a boomer or whatever. And he goes, probably when I was trash talking Charles Barkley. And it was the oh. best bit of editing because the whole segment was him being smug as a cockatoo. They're smug, yeah? <laughs> I think that's the collective noun, a smugness of cockatoos. <laughs> Look at these smug birds. How angry is that guy? Fucking birds <laughs> flying and stuff. So smug. Indiana faithful. Indiana, Indiana. faithful. <laughs> 71 points. <laughs> Indiana faithful. Indiana faithful. Polly wants a triple. Polly wants a triple. <laughs> and one. And one. <laughs> no one knows where I am. Where I am. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I just had a weird image. It's a hangover kicking in. But a weird image of two parrots, both looking like Shane Hill, but arguing with each other. I'm the hammer. I'm the hammer. Oh, you're Indiana. You're Indiana. <laughs> Just idiocy. Sorry. Absolute idiocy. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't even know. No, that's right. Heel talking trash to Barkley. Now, Barkley and Shane Heel at midcourt have yeah. to be separated by the official. And Carl Malone in the middle right now. Well, this is totally uncalled for. And the editing, so he's, yeah. he's, he's a smugness of cockatoos. Indiana, Indiana. <laughs> and, he, and he turns around... <laughs> <laughs> the whole lot of my career was talking trash to Charles Barkley, and then they cut <laughs> and they cut in they cut in a video of Barkley just going who Shane who and it's like oh, him yeah, looking off camera awesome. being genuine and goes yeah never heard of him and then it just cuts back to Hammer awesome. being like Indiana Indiana Shane Hill at a cage <laughs> eating pumpkin seeds unbelievable. Shano Polo, Twin Pigs Saga, starring and missing Shane and Shyla Hill. Shano? Polo? For fuck's sake. Hammer Hill, shark out of water. You were out of water? <laughs> that was me, just drowning another three. Shark from the car park. Me too, Dad. Did I ever tell you about the time I trash-talked Barkley? Yes, then. Yes, then. The new movie from the missing Shane Hill, starring Shane and... Shayla. All will soon be revealed. I'm fine. Thanks for caring. Dad, what's Townsville like? Shane O'Polo. Saga only on Netflix. Do you high five on Thursday nights after free throws? Great question. Thank you. People <laughs> normally only say great question when they don't know <laughs> they the answer. Don't know the answer. <laughs> like, mate, is the ozone layer fixed? Good question. <laughs> oh, is it a good question or do you just not know the answer and you're stalling for time? Another good question. Interesting. I do when I have the energy, but if I don't have the energy, I don't because I'm trying to get my breath back. But I do usually use the high five as a way to say, say if they miss the free throw, yep. you know, a little guidance, little take your time. It's all good. Yeah, right. Take time. I, that's what I'm really doing. I'm not there for the high five. Take your time's the go-to, isn't it? Take your time's the go-to. Take your time. It's all good. Take your time. Take your time. Well, how long? How long do you want yeah. me to take? <laughs> Thanks, dickhead. It's more about getting it in that circular thing. Thanks, Doc Brown. Popovich over here. <laughs> Because studies have shown that teams who high-five even after missed free throws have more success. So it's like a team psychology thing. Wow. Yeah. Cool story, Hansel. Did the term three-peat exist before Jordan? Sunny music? Is this a sunny music? 
Sonny's Musings. Brain Dome Activity. Did the Bulls winning three in a row twice create the term three-peat? Did another team do it? Well, not even do it, but was it ever called that? Oh, was it ever called that? Just, yeah, so you won like three. In, in, the, in the 50s, if you won three in a row, would they say three-peat? Or was this something that got coined in the 90s in the NBA? Very interesting. Great musing. Good question. Good question. <laughs> I'm going to say question like this because I need more time to think. Well, if we thought that was weird, let's move on to the weirdest basketball story of the year so far, mate. Amazing. Incredible. We're off to Churchland High School in Virginia. (laughs) Good friends of the pod. (laughs) Where a 22-year-old assistant coach, Alicia Boykins. Oh, fair name. name. Alicia Boykins impersonated a 13-year-old player who was away at the time on a family camping trip. Insane. So basically... Indiana Faithful. Indiana faithful to it. This girl was away, and they went, ah, oh, it's a shame. We could, we could have used a few extras on the bench. Coach Boykins has gone, I'll take this. Wow. Whacked on the jersey, and there's footage of her. Maybe we can put this up on the maybe underscore underscore daily. There's footage of her absolutely dominating. She, it's like blue chips. She's blocking kids' shots. At one point, she has this layup. She goes out wide and lays it in off the glass and gets fouled and does the big hand drop. And one. And one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just like bullying. She looks so much older than everyone Dude, as well. Like, she's 22. She's <laughs> the 13-year-old's parents were like on a camping trip and they found out about it. The dad came back and was like, shit, didn't know you got a triple-double. <laughs> that seven-foot 22-year-old nailed it. Holy shit, he's Bigfoot. That's how'd you end up here? I had a pituitary gland procedure at UCLA Medical Center, and I just fell in love with the people here. Hey, keep it in the circus! You know, this place has gone way downhill. What do you say we go somewhere else? That's a huge bitch! The ego on Boykins. What is she doing? So Boykins has been given the ass. They've all been fired. They're not playing out the rest of the season. It's bizarre. It reminds me, Mace, yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the Spanish Paralympic basketball team? Back in 2000, they won gold. This was like probably the biggest cheating scandal I can think of in the history of sport. The Spanish Paralympic basketball team, it was when you had teams that had intellectual disabilities. Yeah. And they faked having disabilities no. so that they could win gold. Only two of the 12 players legitimately had an intellectual disability. The other 10 faked it. Craziest thing about this story, if I'm remembering correctly, Mm. is that there was a journo who wanted to uncover it all and he ended up getting roped in and playing with them. He was like, fuck it, let's win. But the worst thing is, mate, you see the photos and they're like putting on faces and stuff. It's bad. No, they're not. Yeah, either that or they're just hung over because they went and saw heaps of white bands. (laughs) Baby animals. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) That's the wildest sports cheating story I've heard in terms of basketball, but this is coming a close second. Alicia Boykins. I just, I don't know how she thought she could get away with it. That's where I'm like, where, where is that mentality of like, where has she thought along the line? This isn't. Isn't someone said it? Where's the assistant coach? Well, apparently she was encouraged. No, I mean, she was the assistant coach, and the coach encouraged it. And it's being <laughs> recorded. She probably said, "Hey, make sure you're recording. I'm going to rip it up." She is flying down the court as well, like not yep. half-assing it to look inconspicuous. She's like, "I'm going to dominate." Mate, at one point she misses a free throw, hustles and gets the rebound off the missed free throw, and just jacks up a jumper, and it goes in. She gets fouled again, and she does the big fucking oh my and one. Loves it. She's dominating. It's just like maybe you know, just sit back a bit. Maybe play a minute and go off, Indiana. Maybe get off, Boykins. Maybe don't be such a drip. And I do it again. Freak behemoth. <coughs> That's a huge bitch. I just—it always went the way she was flying down. The wing reminded me of when I played for the Tigers when I was young, Melbourne Tigers. Name drop. Friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. And Red Hot was on the sideline and I was running down the court. Red Hot is your mum slash Rose from Dovefront. Red Hot, Red Hot, yeah, Red Hot Rose, sorry, Rose from Dovefront. And she's <laughs> I'm running down the court and I could hear her saying, make haste, 
make haste. What? And I just remember turning around. What was she? Make haste. <laughs> Did she think you were dueling on horseback in the fucking 1900s? <laughs> 1900s. It was the 1900s. <laughs> make haste. Oh, it's one of the famous, famous lines in our family. And dad was next to her and just sort of looked at her like, what are you doing? Make haste. <laughs> And she looked at Dad and just said, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, g'day, Tim. Just ringing in. Uh, I've just heard someone at the local basketball saying, make haste. Uh, what do you reckon of that? Yeah, yeah, Bataki ham coming your way. Oh, we'll make haste with that. All right, we'll be back after 19 ads. Thanks for calling SEM, the home of sport. Currently, we can't get to your call right now. So why don't you leave a message after these cool beats? This is Rose from Doveton. Where's my Bataki ham? Anyway, sincerely yours, Rose from Doveton. Bye. Speaking of dominating, though, Lauren Jackson, we've got to quickly mention this. She has been playing on a broken foot for the last month and this weekend just created, well, helped create a new WNBL record for crowd attendance. Over 7,500 rocking up to watch her Southside Flyers take on a hillless Sydney Flames (laughs) at John Kane Arena. Indiana faithful top scored. (laughs) But sadly, LJ, just 30 seconds in, heard a pop on her calf. She ran it out and it got worse and worse. She's done her Achilles and that could be all she wrote for the Undisputed Goat. So good luck to uh, Lauren Jackson going forward. Sad ending, but you know. She could be back. She's a freak. She could do what she wants. She'll be back. Yeah, she'll be back at 53. I'll be back. Did I tell you? So she's been basically doing this farewell tour, and she broke a bone in her foot and has decided to keep playing before this. There's photos of her a couple of games back when she broke her Mm. foot. End of the game, she comes back out on the court with an esky full of ice, gets a chair. She sits with both feet in the esky, all these young girls. Oh, boys! All these young girls, all boys, lined up to get her autograph and she sat there for hours afterwards with a broken foot after each game, signing everyone's autograph. Bonafide legend. Love her. She's a superstar. She's an absolute superstar. Not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of sportsmen do no, that. There's only a couple of us who do it. Kayla George might do it. She's just quickly back in the WNBA for the first time in four years after oh, signing the her. Las Vegas Aces. So that's awesome. Love Kayla. Mate, I think that pretty much yeah. gets us through the hangover that was. It unpacks the big week in basketball. What a week. Well, it's a big week coming up. We've got plenty of sport, plenty of action. The India Test Series starts on Thursday. That's a great yeah. time slot. Get on over to yeah. Mint Sports. You'll get plenty of coverage there. Sport never sleeps. We are on social media. Sonny, what's our Twitter handle? I'm going to palm this one over to you, I think. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, we are on Twitter at at maybe underscore underscore daily. Gotcha. At maybe underscore underscore daily. And you do, you write the word at AT, don't you? (laughs) No. And you write the word underscore and underscore twice. And maybe daily is just wingdings. Got it. (laughs) And we will be having an Instagram page very soon as well that we plug also so you can yep. and your and your only fans page is still up and running <laughs> yeah money mace right. indiana faithful hey what have we learned 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 i'd say don't play poker against Shano Hammerheel is what I've learned. Not necessarily because he's got a good poker face, but you're going to be alone. <laughs> or some dude from Indiana is going to be monogamous and clean up. I don't know. He's just confusing me. Got pocket aces. Got pocket aces. Shane, not supposed to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. Don't play poker with a fucking cockatoo. <laughs> I'm not bluffing. I'm not bluffing. And you know what I've learned? Take your nightclub wristbands off oh, if you want to claim yeah. you're genuinely ill. <laughs> Yeah, a bit crook, boys. Yeah, cheers. How was Glastonbury? (laughs) (laughs) I knew I should have left the flag at home. What have you learnt? I don't know. What have I learnt? Cockatoos can breed humans. That's the new one. Really interesting. 
All right. Well, with thanks to Mid Sports, with thanks to you, with thanks to everyone listening. Thank you so much for all the positive feedback. It's yeah, been a big, big week in sport, and we're gonna do it again next week. Until then, I love you, Mace. Stay mint. Love you too. Stay mint, Sunny. Bye now. Did I ever tell you about my mate Jarvis Kelly, real name Travis <laughs> Kelly, good friend of the pod? His brother once mm. came in and mm. we, were, we were sitting around the house in year 12 and he came in and he goes, hey, what's our, one of the great bong heads, his brother Luke, what's our uh, email address? He goes, what do you mean? Our email address. He goes, yeah, what's our email address? He thought every house had its own email address, like the letterbox at the front. Oh, what a specimen. But the best what one of those, this is something I would do. Good friend of the pod, Sue, uh, oh, our yeah. mate's mum. Good friend of the pod. Who we've mentioned before, actually. Someone asked Sue for the recipe of something that she'd made. And they said, oh, just email it to me. And they said, my email address is, you know, at maybe daily. Underscore, underscore. And at the end mm. of the giving the address, they just <laughs> said all one word. Sue wrote back an email without any spaces. Dear Mace, here's the recipe. But you know how hard it is to type without hitting the space bar? It takes ages. <laughs> yep. And then that? the best part, so it's just this block of text with a recipe in she it. She reading that. Big block of text. And the best thing is you can decipher if you look at the last <laughs> couple of lines, the last sign off says, Let me know if you don't get this. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> so ever since I just email it every day. I didn't get anything. <laughs> just on the off chance. Two cups of sugar, one salt. <laughs> Anyway, underscore, so underscore. At, Twitter is at maybe underscore, underscore daily. All right. I'll tell you what, this hangover and me playing cricket today, if I have a voice by the end of this. <laughs> I don't reckon you've breathed out of your nose the whole, <laughs> sounds very like. Mate, I've been playing a didgeridoo. I'm no good. <laughs> You're going to make it. You're going to make it. I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs>